Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another show. Thank you for coming back. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment, share. Um, this episode is going to be brought to you by Cheers and Spirits from uh, the Arnold Station Plaza in Arnold, Maryland. Off of Ritchie Highway, across from CVS Plaza, and behind the uh, behind the McDonald's there. Uh, Cheers and Spirits, they sponsored our last two episodes. We had the, uh, the uh, semi-annual beer show, and then our very first After Dark episode, which was just us sitting around drinking bourbon and, and whiskey, and we just kind of let the mics roll. And that was the first one we've ever done of that, and we released that on December 1st, which was last week. Um, cheers and spirits, nice place over there. They do, uh, they do the tastings every now and again when they have the reps and and the front part of the building. Um, I'm not sure how often they do that, but I remember I was there one time and there was just a, there was a rep there just doling out samples and it's like, well, they're giving out free alcohol. Like one, I didn't know if they could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then two, I was like, well, all right then, <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> and why has no one ever told me this? Yeah. I was like. I think the guy was giving out wine. I'm not a wine guy, but I was like, well, it's free, so I'm going to try it. Right. And I did. And I didn't like it. It was wine. not a wine person. Uh, but again, it was free. I was just like, oh, okay then. So it, it's interesting. Maybe if you go over there, go inside and ask them if they have uh, they may have a schedule of when they're going to have reps over there doing free samples. Um, but they have everything in that store from the, from the wines, the spirits, the... They definitely probably they definitely have the whiskeys and the and the bourbons like that we were trying the other day, and of course if you just want your your regular old eighteen pack, yeah. If you just want to go in there and be low class and grab some Bud Light or Coors Light, yeah, not it's low there. class, man. I'm just not a Bud Light. Though I did drink a Bud Light uh, the other day, and I didn't vomit immediately. So, oh, wait, hold on, is Miller Light low class? Yeah, but Miller Lite's low class that tastes good and doesn't right. give me the Bud Mud right. like Bud Light does. I just don't want to. I don't want to paint the broad stroke. No, I'm so bad with Bud Light that I don't like people that like Bud Light. Right. That's about how bad it is. So, I mean, Josh is looking like him, and he drinks Coors Light. So you know. Yeah, I don't see. I don't Coors Light. I really don't like. I don't like Coors Light. I don't know how he drinks that. Yeah. To me, there's a difference between Miller Light and Coors Light. No, I drink. I'll drink Bush lattes. <clears throat> that was surprising. Yeah, I, I'm not not surprising that you liked it. Surprising that we all liked it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I I, I might even switch from the Miller lights to the Bush Bush lights. Yeah, that might be the new. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I'm so hesitant to move over. Like maybe it's just out of habit. Like I like my Miller Light can. Yeah. Although I did switch over from High Life Correct. to Miller Light. But I think that was the same beer, to be honest with you. What's well, the champagne of beers? Which so. you know, it's legit, and it has like the lady with the champagne glass. Listen, you want to know why I started drinking the High Life Light or High Life? It was the it was the commercials back in like I want to say like late nineties, early two thousands, and when they they had the commercial and like the guy comes on and says, "Now you're living." Yeah, the high life, right? <laughs> like there's that pause there, yeah. but like the co- the commercials were great, 
And like, you know what? I do want to live the high life. Mm-hmm. Like I bought into the I bought in the ad campaign hook line sticker. Yeah. And, and was drinking it ever since. Um But then I switched over to the Miller Lights. Mostly because I like the taste better. Right. And so I do like the Bush Light better than the Miller Light a little bit. I'm not saying it's a big difference, but but I don't know if I can move like I, the Miller Lights have been the, the the house beer for a long time. Yeah. I don't know if I I can make that switch. Yeah, I so my favorite I love the 16 ounce aluminum screw top Miller Lite cans. Yeah. They're my jam. Now, I do not like Miller Lite out of a bottle. I can't stand it out of a bottle. I'm not a big fan of beer out of bottles anyway. Me neither. Um, so, but those screw top cans, they stay cold forever. They're great when you're fishing, especially on the boat. You can just, if the line, if the fish start hitting, you can put the top back on it. You know? Yeah, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. Yeah, you put yeah. the top back on, you're good. And then when the fit, when you, when you land the fish, take the, the fish is in the, in the cooler, take the top back off the beer. It's fine. Or let's say you just, I mean, let's say you put the top back on and you put it back in the cooler. Yeah. Because, like, let's say you know you're, like, you're going to go for a walk or something. You don't want to take the beer with you. Okay, then. I'll put the screw top back on. Back in the cooler goes. And no matter what, it's going to be nice and cold when I get back. Yeah. And still fizzy. Right, right. It's not going to be flat. I'm surprised more people don't do the screw top. Yeah. For the the aluminum. I love the screw top. That's, I mean, and then the fact that it's not in other brands or even other types of beer now. Coors Light, you can get the aluminum screw top. I wonder if Miller has a patent on that. Miller design. Coors, yeah, right. Because it's company. only Coors Light, yeah, at Coors Light Miller. There's no but the Budweiser has the aluminum bottles, but they're like bottle shaped. I yeah. bet you it's a patent thing. It might be. Be great if we had some device that was like in our pocket that we could look this up. I mean, well, Maybe be. someday. Maybe. <laughs> but, J- is Jamie here? Do we have a Jamie. <laughs> We need a production assistant. Yeah. Yeah. We're hiring a production assistant. We're not paying anything. Right. It pays We're an zero. intern. So if you're a college kid and you're looking for some internship experience um, and you have a reliable computer. And you can do social media. Yeah. Because our social media guy sucks. It's me, by the way. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I, I am not good at so Like, even something as stupid as, like, trying to get the right photo to come up. Like, I, I can't. I'm like, yeah, I can't even manage my own stuff. So um, um, I'm actually going to look and see, does Miller Coors own the patent on the screw t- on that um, screw top can? So I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. And the problem is, like, I can't do two things at once. So I can't talk about one thing and type this thing into the phone. Yeah. Without dead air. I chose, so. I chose a bad time to uh, blow my nose <laughs> <laughs> while you're doing it. But you going to throw a shout out to Josh for getting me sick during the last episode. But that wasn't even the purpose of today's episode. The You apparently, you went to the movies. I did. So I went to the movies after Thanksgiving, which apparently is a very popular movie time. Yeah. Um, I don't generally go to the movies. I'm more of the type to wait for it to come out on on a streaming service and watch it. The last movie I saw in the theater was that I wanted to see 
was Top Gun. Right. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, which I think is one of the highest grossing movies uh, of the year, if not, like, I mean, it's up there. It was up there, yeah. So we can get into some of the whys and stuff about that later. Um, but we went to see that the new Disney Pixar um, f- uh, film, the, was it Strange New World? Yeah, it's Strange New World, Strange World. I should probably look that up because I don't want to, like, trash a movie that doesn't exist. But like, oh, you saw it? You sure? Strange New World. I feel like Strange New World, like... Um, um, is it Strange World? Yeah, Strange World. Okay, yes, it is. So, no? Okay, here it is, yeah. Because there's also a show about... Yeah, Strange World. So, this Strange World movie uh, comes out, and... Pixar has been historically pretty good. I think the last one they had was the Buzz Lightyear spinoff, and that bombed. That bombed, yeah. And I think it bombed for much the same reason that this one did. But I'm going to kind of get into it differently. So, in the movie, there is a kid. There's a. It's essentially a story that it's a it's a father and a son. They're explorers. Um, the son's kind of a skinny weakling. The the dad is this big strapping expl- brave explorer. They separate. Um, the dad never comes back. He's assumed lost on his mission, whatever he's doing. The son comes back. He becomes a farmer. He gets married, has a kid, and then the movie you know, kind of starts from there. By the way, spoiler alerts if you haven't want to see the movie yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. I feel like we should do that. we we got to tell them spoiler alert before we get to the spoilers. But we'll, right. All right. So... I don't think anyone's going to see this movie though, because <laughs> it's not doing very well. I think it it made eighteen million on that opening. It's set to lose a hundred million. Yeah. So um, now, like we said before, Disney's has some flops, and this one, uh, the kid, it turns out is gay. Big deal. And then in the beginning of the movie, his love interest comes around, but then that storyline just dies. It doesn't continue. It's not. It's not critical to the rest of the story. Right. It was like a bolt-on. Oh. Yeah. So, and my point is, if you're going to, and a lot of these Hollywood's getting getting slammed for including all this, uh, I'm doing the air quotes, quote-unquote, all the woke the woke stuff they have to put in it, or they feel that they should put in it. The inclusion. And, yeah. And the, the thing is, at what point does it become... They're trying to be inclusive to just pandering. Um, like it's being included just to include it, even though it's not part of the larger storyline. Right. It it really had no. It had no, and yeah, the kid's nervous around this other kid that he ha- that he that he's crushing on, and that's normal. Boy interested in girl, girl interested in boy, girl girl boy, boy whatever it is. That's that's normal behavior. Um. So they have it in there, and then. It's never mentioned again until he's talking to his now newly discovered grandfather. It comes up once more, and at the very end, it shows them together. Right. But you could have eliminated the entire storyline, and it wouldn't have changed. It didn't contribute to the film at all. It didn't contribute to the story. It, it was just, like I said, it was a bolt-on. Right. Pandering bolt-on. But... There are plenty of movies where either a homosexual relationship is integral to the story or 
um the characters are are gay and it the stories are awesome um one of the ones that comes to mind is is brokeback mountain that was a great movie uh philadelphia great movie milk great movie and there have been plenty of movies that have you know overtly um gay or lgbtq themes or characters that are central to the story and they're awesome they don't need bolt-ons um so but we have these like disney just kind of sticking it into a kid's movie yeah and my kids saw it, it didn't bother me that it was in there like my children are going to be expo- they're exposed to that they're going to see it right. i don't care about that it doesn't bother me what bothers me is they're just sticking it in there um to it's almost like yeah we got to check this box off the yeah. dog had three legs in the movie it's like you're trying to check off the handicap box because the dog had three legs. Like, if I was in any one of these subgroups, I'd almost be insulted right. by it. Right. You know? Um, because, like, make a story with a gay or LGBTQ character that's central. The community has done enough that you can find stories that are or that are worth writing movies about. It's right. been proven. They've done it. Or, or at least develop that part of the storyline. Yeah. Like, make it, make it seem like it wasn't, like... You finish the movie, and then some executive saw it and said, "Ah, but you don't got the gay guy. Yeah, you didn't put the gay guy in there, right? Or, or you didn't put the you didn't put the three legged dog in there. So just- or it's like, oh, can we have a can we have a a, a handicapped kid in there? Right. Well, they're exploring and they're on a flying machine, and it's really not going to. Oh, the dog, the dog. chop the dog's leg off, right? What? <laughs> right? Or I mean, it it, it, would be, it would be like if you and me were going to be upset. That they put like a fat fat guy plot, and there's no in, a, in the movie, and like they just put like a random fat guy in the corner doing computer coding, right? You know, and like well, we got our fat guy in there, right? right. Like the dude from um, what Jurassic World? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> right. nobody cares. <laughs> hey, I got the DNA. No, see, nobody cares. <laughs> right. So, it, like it's, yeah, you're right. It's so it's like they're they're just putting these things in there. Without it being like a functional part of the movie, yeah, it's it's like okay, everyone needs to be represented here. Like it's almost like if someone makes a movie right <coughs> now, regardless of whether it's a cartoon or a regular just you know live action film, if you make it with just <coughs> you know uh, a hetero male and female then you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. like the critics will pan it oh it's not it's not inclusive enough it's not that like okay can can we just have movies go back to being movies yeah right with good plot lines good stories mm-hmm. like a lot of these movies like Lightyear in my opinion Lightyear didn't fail because it had a girl kissing a girl no Lightyear failed because you called it Lightyear it didn't make it a cartoon about Buzz Lightyear. You made it about like his origin story, yeah, or some weird stuff like that. But he's and, a toy, and, and, and you got rid of the you got rid of the voice character that did Buzz Lightyear, right? It, like this, the original storyline for him was he was a toy, yeah, and now you're trying to make it out like it was some real astronaut space guy, yeah, and they and they actually addressed the origin like in one of the movies where 
Buzz Lightyear's in the toy store, and there's a million of them, and he didn't realize that he was a toy. Right, right. He's like, we're, you know. Like, that was the origin story. Yeah. And you went and rewrote Aisle six of Toys R Us. Right. And origin tra- story. And you went back and rewrote it. Yeah. And everyone, people who were going to see Lightyear were Toy Story fans. Yeah. And kids. But toy they were Toy Story fans. And you just, like, if you were going to make that movie... You shouldn't have called it Lightyear. Call it anything else. Yeah. It might have resembled Buzz Lightyear, but you could have easily have changed the uniform, the character names. You could have changed like a, a few minor things and mm-hmm. just made it a completely different movie. Yeah. And I think it wouldn't have bombed as bad as it did. Um, but people keep like, oh, well, it was because there was a, a, a lesbian kissing scene. No, that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, no. It, you, you, tried, you tried to bring people into a movie theater based on a char- a beloved character that was not in just one movie. Four. But it was a four-series movie. Yeah. A, a movie series. There's Toy Story 1 through 4. And now all of a sudden you were going to go back and rewrite this character that was beloved by everyone. And and then you went and blamed the the audience for not liking it. Yeah, like you called like they were calling like the the audience was well if you don't like this you're homophobic. Yeah, no, you made a crap movie and you need to own up to it. It's almost like and there was another movie that got put out there, and I'm probably gonna get roasted for this, but the movie The Woman King. Okay. Right? Now, if you just watch that movie, Viola Davis is just out there just whooping ass, right? Right. <coughs> like, it's what women, it's kind of like what like what Wonder Woman was to the, uh, to the, the superhero world. Mm-hmm. You had a strong female lead, but it wasn't like Gal Gadot was in there because she was female. No, she was Wonder Woman. Like, it wasn't a forced storyline. You know what I mean? Well, with The Woman King, it wasn't a forced storyline. There was an actual all-woman tribe in Africa. Yeah. That they kind of based it off of, but then... But they got it roasted because they didn't stay true to history. Like, it's, it wasn't a documentary. It was an action movie. Mm-hmm. And people got all pissed. Like, and then people got pissed off on both sides. Like, like... The woke woke people got all pissed off because it wasn't historically accurate to the woman tribe, and then the other people were like, "Oh, it's just all minorities in it." It's like, yeah, who gives a crap? Right. Like the movie. If you just if you go to that movie and you just watch it because you want to go see an action movie, and someone just, and Viola Davis just whooping up on some people, you know, and doing like some amazing kind of cool fighting scenes, that movie's really good. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for some agenda in the movie, and it, like if you go to the movie thinking, "Oh, I want it," for, I'm going there because I want to see this African woman tribe do some do something. No, but you're does, not, not going to find that. Do, does anyone go to a movie because they want to see an agenda? So I'm sure some people, like sure, like the Passion of the Christ, right? Like, yeah, don't. I, I I never saw. But it, the Passion but, of the Christ wasn't masquerading as a kids' movie. No. Or it's people like thinking going like when Braveheart came out, thinking it was going to be historically one hundred percent accurate, right? Which it was not, right? Neither was 
um, the Patriot, which is just Braveheart with muskets right. and the Redcoats. Yes. <laughs> which, you know, the funny part is both were great movies. Yeah. And even like watching the Patriot, you're like, this is Braveheart with muskets. Yeah, you knew it. <laughs> but I still love it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like Top Gun and Days of Thunder. Yeah. Days of Thunder was just Top Gun with cars. <laughs> right. It was two dimensional Top Gun. But I, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it every time it's on TV. You know, I'll, I'll watch Days of Thunder. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you're right. It's like when they put these movies out, it's like, okay, do we pander to this group and this group and this group and this group? And if the answer is no, oh, well, you got to rewrite it. You got to put, you got to put something else. Yeah. Like, I, I just wonder what sort of focus groups they go through. Cause they have to put these movies up through, through focus groups. Do they though? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they don't, maybe they, pick, but first of all, I think we've said like probably the most disingenuous people are going to be Hollywood executives That's true. and detached from reality. And, you know, at, when I went to, I was not expecting, so Pixar generally does good stuff. And seeing it, like, the animation was cool, but it wasn't earth-shattering. Um, I guess the last really good movie that they did that I saw was Moana. Um, that like Moana. Moana was a great movie. Yeah. And then they came out with, Enc- with Encanto or Encant. I, I dug I that liked it, too. but I called it Land Moana, because that's <laughs> kind of what it was. <laughs> but but you, that just shows you can redo a movie, basically. Right. But here's the thing. You did... So, for those who want to say, "Oh, you didn't like the the LGBTQ," you're calling it you know bolt-ons of of Strange World. Um, the central characters to both Moana and uh, Encanto were not white dudes. They were one was uh, you know an Asian Pacific Islander girl, and the other one was uh, a Latina, and. They're both awesome movies. The the music in both of them were great. They're made it onto some of my actual playlists that I listened to, that I have. Um, good storylines, like they were great movies. So I think one can can say like, yeah, this one hit the mark and that one didn't. So it looks like Strange World was not Pixar, really, because it's definitely Disney. It, so I think I don't think all Disney's are Pixar. So oh, okay. I don't think it's so like. They're saying the last one Pixar did was Lightyear, Turning Red, Luca, Soul, Onward, Toy Story Four. I mean, and, and we're back into 2019 with Toy yeah. Story Four. Um, and the next ones coming up are Elemental in 2023, Elio in 2024, and Inside Out Two in 2024. So Inside Out is an awesome movie. It was great. Yeah. Inside Out was one, and I still refer to Inside Out. I think that's how the inside of people's heads actually are. Yeah, yeah. Like I always kind of envision like the inside of my head. Like there's like some, there's, it's almost like a cockpit, and there's some dudes in there like, <laughs> fly, like there's a whole bunch of dials and switches and. Well, have you seen that commercial for the Roomba? The last one, so like the Roomba's going toward this guy's shirt, and this guy's singing really loud in the shower, mm-hmm. and so they they. It's like they take the camera inside the Roomba, and the and, and the guy, the, the commander on the bridge is saying, "Move around," and the guy turns around, going, "What?" <laughs> the, the driver, he's like, "What? What? <laughs> Turn, move around," and then like the other person comes, "Move around," <laughs> and the guy's going, "What?" <laughs> and so then they go back outside, and the thing moves around. Yeah, and it says something stupid like. Uh, avoiding objects since like, yeah. <laughs> like 2010 or something. By the way, Inside Out 
That came out in 2015. Yeah, that's a great movie. That was eight years ago. Yeah. Or seven years ago. That's that's gonna be like that's gonna be eight years between first and second movie. Yeah. That's crazy to me. But Inside Out was really good. I did like it. I mean, I'll see the second one. I mean, Inside Out, like it's cute for the kids, but like it gets into like some Freudian psychology. Like it's really cool. Um, how that movie, uh, especially then they show the 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 cat. And like it's just the cat danced around the. It's like when the cat freaks out, it's all the cats inside of the cat freaking out. <laughs> I forgot about that. Or the uh, what was the? Or how like the the songs get stuck in your head? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. they had the double mink gum. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy! But so yeah, yeah, Walt Disney Animation is separate from Pixar. Okay. So Strange World was 2020. Oh, Zootopia Plus coming out soon. Zootopia was a good movie. I I love Z- I still watch that. Yeah. Uh, Wish, Encanto. Bay- oh, Baymax, which is Big Hero. It was the sequel to Big Hero 6. Okay. Which I thought Big Hero 6 was great. And I don't remember when the original came out, but dude, it's been forever. And apparently the, the guys who made that movie never wanted to do a sequel. Hmm. But the other weird thing is, why do they keep calling these things plus? Why is it Zootopia plus? Why is it calling Baymax with the exclamation point? Like, why, why are we doing this? Maybe it's like Fast and the Furious. Although Zootopia plus, I think, is actually a TV show. Oh, okay. On Disney plus? Like, oh, everything's got to be plus. Can we stop with the plus? Yeah, find another one to do it. Or, or Paramount or, plus. Or, or just stop calling these things plus. Yeah. Like, just call it Disney Streaming Service. Yeah. Stop calling. Don't call it Disney Plus. Or Disney Plus can call it Disney Plus because they're the first. So they're allowed. Were they? Yeah. Because there was Apple TV Plus. Oh, was there? And then Discovery Plus. <coughs> See, I thought Disney was the well, it's the first one that anyone cared about. That, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, and look, if even if you're the third or fourth one out with the word plus in your name, if you're the one people associate with that, right. you win. Everyone else get rid of the plus. Yeah. It's like they say Apple was the first smartphone. No, BlackBerry was, but the BlackBerry Storm was a pile of garbage. Right. So Apple kind of wasn't the first one. It was the first one that anyone actually wanted oddly enough, that was usable. Oddly enough, BlackBerry is now securing probably every smartphone on the planet. They, they switched the software. Oh, yeah? They do. They, they uh, I believe they're the backbone for most car systems. Hmm. Like uh, car infotainment systems. Okay. Like I know they're the backbone for Chrysler products, but I think they're the backbone for others too, or at least they secure. Not that they're doing a great job because there's always. The, I love how like every like couple of years, sixty minutes, will do something where they show like this kid, just like hacking into a car and driving it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? You, this kid just with a laptop just <laughs> driving a Hyundai. Yeah. Like now your, your Hyundai's moving. Like what? Right. <laughs> but. No, I agree. Like, and I'm not saying like. I'm not saying as far as the movie agendas go. I'm not saying if you're gonna have you know, gay and lesbian stuff in it, it's got to be the focus of the movie. But make it make sense in the movie. Yeah, make it. Like, yeah, like I'm not saying it's got to be milk. Where you know it was predominantly like that Harvey Milk was gay. That was part of the reason why he ran for city council. Mm-hmm. Um. Or with Philadelphia, like it was about AIDS and, and, and yeah. the gay community. Okay, like that part and, and Brokeback Mountain, how cowboys, whatever. Yeah, 
It would, but it was essential to the movie plotline. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I'm not saying it's going to be like the point, right? But don't just kind of throw it in for 15 minutes, and then be like, "Okay, back to the movie." Yeah. Like what? No, this that didn't fit. Right. Like, well, and people, what? Uh, LGBT stuff doesn't fit now. Doesn't, right. doesn't fit the, no, I'm just saying. Like, look, put it like, make a good movie. And if it's going to be part of the story, make it fit into the story. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't just have him on there to... You know when the politicians pretend to speak Spanish? Right. Like, what was it, Joe Biden? Like, Suse Podway. It's like, what? <laughs> like, you didn't think... If, so, clearly, you don't speak Spanish. Right. Number one, if that's how you say it. And then, number two... Um, and then when Joe Biden said, like, oh, look, you know... <laughs> Like, I love these tacos. Like, what? Whatever I was talking about. Like, all the different tacos. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, do you, did you just say that? Yeah. And of course he did. And people were like. But no one calls him out on it. No. Yeah. Or, or like when Hillary was like, they asked, what's in, what's in your uh, what's in your purse right now? Her first thing. It wasn't like tissues, car keys, hot sauce. Yeah. Okay, Hillary. Like, oh, okay. sure. Sure. Like. Can we stop with the pandering? It's like some of like like if we brought someone on a show and they were like, "So what's in your purse there, Megan? Oh, cupcakes? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the fat, fat guys. Yeah, right. Oh, I got I got uh, oatmeal cream pies and beer, fatty. Ooh, you're <laughs> the in club with us. Right. Got a for you. <laughs> oatmeal and cream, oatmeal cream pies and beers for everyone when you get elected. and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> But then, but there's again, like we've talked about it before, like the the conservative candidates, like shooting the tax code with a shotgun, yes. like or Lauren Boebert walking around with a gun on her hip, like you are in one of the most secure buildings, <laughs> protect, and you need your own gun. The only person you're gonna shoot with that gun is yourself, <laughs> or somebody that you do, like. The only, it's accidental discharge waiting to you happen. You're gonna plastic burst yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, dude? <laughs> shot himself with a locker, <laughs> idiot. So lucky to. He didn't lose his damn leg doing it. <laughs> like you're in the middle of making what, fifteen mil a season, mm-hmm. or eight, eight, eight to ten, whatever, some absurd amount of money to go catch a football, and you're gonna put that at risk because you're 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 carrying a pistol in your sweatpants that are hanging below your ass into the locker room of it, an NFL stadium which it, is surrounded by cops. Well no, he I guess he went to a club that night. Oh, okay. But at least tie the drawstring on the sweatpants. Buy a freaking holster, homie. Something or, or you want to know what? Have it be good enough that your that your boys got it. Yeah. Let your boys take care of it. That's what you pay them for. Right. Like can, can we be smarter, please? You got the weed man and the gun guy. Right. Like like Lauren, when you go in, bring a couple cowboys with you if that's where you're from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have a couple wear ten gallon hats if you're <laughs> if you're really gonna play it up. Bring bring a couple Yosemite Sam. They can they can ride a horse even. Sure. Bring bring your Yosemite Sam lookalikes with the with the hand with the mustache. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you want to be a spectacle, be a spectacle. Yeah. But if you end up shooting yourself in the leg. You are now going to be the laughing stock. Yeah, like Plexiglas Burst went to jail for that for shooting himself. Yes, and they got him on the gun chart and the gun possession. Yeah, not the shooting himself. Right, the possession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you became a meme. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, it's like, and it's like, uh, who's the other girl? Marjorie Taylor Greene? Like, oh, yeah. Could you say more dumb shit? Right. Like, I don't think you could. Like, I, you, it's like, you wake up in the morning and like, oh, I got to get my six dumb things in <laughs> before noon. Yeah. So that I make sure that I'm all over that tweeter board. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let me get up on that. Like, hmm. Like, there the was Jewish space lasers. Right. Like, huh? Right. <laughs> like, space lasers. By the way, if you think we're kidding and the space lasers comment wasn't made, you, Google that one. Because yeah. someone actually talked about Jewish space lasers. Right. I was pissed off that I didn't know about the space lasers before. <laughs> like... If we, if there's someone out there with the space, like the the literal Death Star, yeah, from Star Wars out there, and no one's telling us about this, right? Like, what 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 would bring out American pride more than saying we built the fucking Death Star? Right, we have the Death Star now. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone would be, I think everyone, both political side, would be like, well, you know what? Yeah. That's pretty cool. The, the Northrop Grumman Death Star. Right. <laughs> Sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> and Pfizer. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like They got like a, a, a video camera on that, and this is the big old Pepsi logo. <laughs> you got to get your stadium sponsored. <laughs> you got to get your Death Star sponsored. <laughs> Pepsi Death Star. And then every once in a while, why don't you do? You just do something with it. Yeah. Put that shit on TV. It's like, look at, look at how many views... Elon Musk rockets get just because he's landing rockets in tandem. Like he's doing synchronized swimming for rockets. Yeah, and people are watching that shit. Yeah, I watched That's it. Cool. I watched it multiple times. Yeah, it's there's just it's just two rockets coming down in tandem and just go, and they and they drop down like a baby's butt. Like just it's soft as anything. Yeah, I'm like. That's pretty cool. I like watching the screw ups when they're testing them. Those are fun too. Well, you know, like shooting off into. Listen, I got to have my Discovery Channel and my America's Funniest Home Videos. Mm -hmm. Right, I need both. Yeah, I need need my screw ups on America's Funniest Home Videos, and I need my Discovery Channel to see that shit actually work. I think it's pretty cool. Imagine if you had the Death Star on the Discovery Channel, right? And then you had America's Funniest Home Videos where like they blew up a cat or something. (laughs) They just shoot some random lady's cat in yeah. like Nebraska with the space laser. Yeah, like oops, sorry. <laughs> yeah, missed. Yeah, we got Coco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shot her in the ass. She's okay though. Yeah, it was it was that low frequency laser. We right. didn't use that high powered laser. Right, you're lucky it was just the cat. It could have <laughs> been your whole property. <laughs> we got lasers. <laughs> I'm trying. To, how how did the Jews fall into that? I have, I have no idea. I, I, you know, like I don't understand. Was the scientist? I mean, if, I'm I'm going to assume that the Death Star is there now. Is it just because it was a Jewish scientist to kind of put it all together? So now it's the Jewish space laser. I don't. Every sort of can, whenever these wackos <laughs> like Kanye West just went off on this. Oh my God! Did railing you, about the. Did you hear this? Yeah. Did you hear that he was at Alex Jones? Yeah. And he just the Nazis were kind of nice people. <laughs> He's got to be off his meds. <laughs> oh my god! I listened to that. Like it's like a six, a, a three minute clip, and it's hysterical. You're like, who the? And he's got like the he's got the video of it. He's got like a. It's a, well, a hij, I don't think it's a hijab because I don't know what. It, but he's basically got like a black hood over him, like he's being kidnapped by ISIS. <laughs> is he like he, a? Is he like a Sith? Dude, I swear to God, have you seen the video? It's like the bad Kermit with the... 
apparently it's like some Balenciaga hood, which, by the way, oh yeah, those not guys. probably the right time to be wearing their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this black hood, so you can't see his face, and he's just talking like Hitler probably wasn't a bad guy. Like, bro, you <laughs> you couldn't string together six statements that were worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, like you're talking, you're on a show with Alex Jones. He was on Infowars, and. <laughs> like for one, I don't watch Infowars. I, I I listen to it because like six news <laughs> six news podcasts mm-hmm. were podcasting about like they were had like it was that important like they had to put it right on air. So I think it's just to watch two crazy people yell at each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the like, funny thing was Hitler, Hitler, like the 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 you know he's like Hitler probably was a bad guy. And then Alex was like the globalists no shirt on. Like that's got to be just you want to know the funny part of it all as as nutty as Alex Jones is. Kanye West says these like these three or four things now. Alex Jones is like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's almost like when <laughs> you shock the guy who's shocking everybody else. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's like when ISIS came out and Al Qaeda was like, yeah, y'all kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> right. like, hey, we're bad, but we're not those guys. <laughs> right. yeah, uh, we would like to denounce the ISIS. <laughs> Al Qaeda's denouncing right. what? <laughs> uh, we do not agree. What that are doing? Right. Al Qaeda and the Taliban are saying that you're a bad dude. You're probably a bad dude, right? <laughs> so now you got Alex Jones looking at Kanye like, "Yeah, I don't know about that." <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ever get just go on YouTube, I'm sure you find clips. Just like type in Kanye West, Alex Jones. Oh god, <laughs> it's it was like like I I shouldn't be laughing because there's an actual human being who, by the way, wants to run for president. And people will vote for him. And people are going to vote for him. There's going to be about 60,000 people that vote for him. Now, now, people say, like, he's just kind of saying what, like, and I'm, I, again, this is going to be a hot topic. Apparently, like, Louis Farrakhan says a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. like, about Jewish people and, and Hitler and all this other stuff. Now, I don't know. I don't think Louis Farrakhan would have fared too well under Hitler's rule No, either. I'm pretty sure he would not. But if if he's leading, like, a group of men... Or if people are looking at him for guidance, and this is the stuff he's putting out there, they like, ooh, maybe, maybe we should be looking in that direction a little bit, or, or may, maybe like, hey, uh, minister, <laughs> may, maybe we need to tone that down a little bit because you got this guy as your spokesperson. He might not be translating what you're putting out there quite. Yeah, right. He might not be interpreting this quite yeah. as. Well, I know, like, like Nick Cannon and Deshaun Jackson when they got in trouble. For for saying stuff about Jewish people, they they specifically said like, like they were they were definitely following Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. Farrakhan doesn't have a very kind view of Jewish people. Yeah, I, I I'm not that versed in anything he said. I you know so. e- either am I. I just, I'm, I'm I don't know exactly what he says about Jewish people. <coughs> I just know it's not kind. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't seeking out that sermon. Yeah, you know I was Kanye like a flat earther now too. Like he might as well throw that in the mix. No, I don't think he does. No, oh. I think he's still thinking Earth round. <laughs> but I, I guess like he he got back in the media because he went and had dinner with Trump, and apparently like he brought a white nationalist Nick Fuentes with him. Yeah, which was like a troll slash. Yeah, yeah. Which is odd to me because Nick Fuentes is obviously Hispanic in some shape or form. Yeah. He's a white supremacist? Right. Like, the, here's what I don't get. He brought, like, Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos with him. Yeah. Well, brought, I guess, like, Milo, like, well, is Milo's, tight with Trump. Yeah. But Milo is now apparently some, 
conservative Christian who's not gay anymore. I thought he was gay. Well, he, not anymore. Well, I know he, he was molested as a child. That's how it all, like, that's yeah. how his whole world kind of started to unfold. Yeah. Because he made like a really off-putting joke about child molestation. And then to kind of recover from that, he was like, well, hold on a minute. I made the joke, I am a child molestation survivor. This whole and then he kind of came. That's when he kind of came out as gay. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know the whole story behind the guy. It, it's really odd to me mm-hmm. what happened there. Yeah, but apparently, like he did a lot to get Trump elected the first time, um, and then he felt stabbed in the back by him by Trump. So now he's out to get Trump. I mean, dude, this is you couldn't write some of this. Like, if, if this isn't a book for somebody to write or a TV show, yeah, I don't know what is. Someone needs to get on that. Yeah, because it's the, it's like all the crazy people got together. Dude, you you couldn't write better a better script. Yeah, like you got crazy crazy A, crazy B, C, D, E, and they all interconnect. That's yeah. a TV show. Yeah, that's literally that's like the Real Housewives, except none of them have to act. They're just natural. <laughs> like you don't even need writers. No, you just write it. It's like reality. It's reality TV with, except like it's really real. So. But, and the funny part, like, they're just kind of like the tip of the iceberg. Like, there are some people out there that believe in some really crazy stuff. Like, I know we we have a certain perspective on a lot of topics, right? Because we don't think people that are that crazy are out there, right? At one point, I was like, oh no, no one, no one talks like this. this in our circle, no one talks like this. This isn't or whatever it was at the time. And come to find out, though. There are people out there believing, like, like, like in the Jewish Death Star. Yeah, someone believes that, right? Like, not only is someone speaking it, but they're finding someone stupid enough to believe it. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong; if it's there, I think it's cool. But yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think it really exists, not yet. Right? <laughs> yeah, but if it's there, the alien people have to know about right, it. Right? You know, and, and look, I'm saying if we do have a Death Star, maybe it's not Jewish, right? And like, how is it Jewish? Like, why can't how- it be the Catholic Death Star? Right, like, why Why is it Jewish? Like, is it because there's Israel on it? And that's why it's a Jewish Death Star? Like, yeah. I would like more information. Like, if there's a flyer or a pamphlet, I think <laughs> I'd read it. Do you have literature on this? Right, you know, mostly just because I want, I want there to be A QR code, actual... perhaps? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, mostly because, you know, I would like there to be an actual Death Star. Right. Not, you know, I think that'd be kind of cool. Progress, you know. Someone would have it. I don't think one country put that together. Probably be like a coalition of countries, but hey, we can work together. The NATO Jewish Death Star. Sure, you know. I, I just don't I mean maybe Jewish is like the name brand, right? Maybe there's, maybe there's a company out there called like Jewish Aeronautics. Maybe it's Druish. Druish, right? With the Jewish princesses. Yeah. yeah. From uh, from Spaceballs. From Druidia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but with I mean with the movies though. Speaking of movies, when how the like how Mel Brooks used to work in the Jewish references to all of his movies, yeah, <coughs> it was part of the plot, yeah, like or, or, or at least it was a funny throw-in, right? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Spaceballs, they were Jewish, yeah, um, or it worked at, like it had that horrible reference, to, like she had a big nose before she had a a nose job, yeah, and then she had the nose job, yeah. Like that was kind of like I don't, I don't think you get away with those movies now. No, no, I I don't. And the thing is, like, they were genuinely funny. Like, Blazing Saddles would never get made today. Can't. Although, Pause of Fury, the the story of Hank. Okay. 
there's a lot of parallels there. And Mel Brooks was part of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the the scene where Hank is coming into the town as the new sheriff. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, as the new samurai. Okay. And it, in Pause of Fury, the town is it's all cats. Like it's the whole kind of universe is cats. Like there's a dog universe and a cat universe, and they don't mix. And then, mm-hmm. well, this cat town needs a samurai, and so Hank. Or, or the the president of Catopia or whatever it was wanted the land. I mean, is if if it sounds like Blazing Saddles, because pretty much is the plot. <laughs> so instead of sending a dog samurai or a cat samurai, they send this dog samurai because the dog wanted the Hank wanted to be a samurai. Like, well, there's never been a dog samurai before. Like the. There's never been a black sheriff before. Right. <laughs> and, so, and so as he's coming into the town, it's the exact scene from Blazing Saddles mm-hmm. when the sheriff comes into town. It's it's exact it's the same thing. <laughs> like it, it, the, the like the guy on, on the rooftop shouting out that he's coming. He's like, Who? What? And you hear the bell ringing to like mask all the words that the sheriff right. say. So if you ever watch, if you watch Pause of Fury, uh, I think it's like the story of Hank or something like that. And if you're a fan of Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. you'll you'll be rolling laughing. Yeah. Your kids won't understand why you're laughing. So I need to watch Blazing Saddles again because the last time I saw it, I was like a little kid. Yeah. My parents rented it and we watched it and they were dying laughing. Yeah. And like I'd laugh at some of this stuff or like, you know, but I'm going to have to watch, uh, <coughs> I'm going to have to watch that again as a as an adult now but um pardon my nose (laughs) yeah but i i think that you know with you know with these movies i wish they would just get away from trying to just add um like the i hate even say like the the woke agenda into it i just focus on making good movies and you know there are some good stories out there that feature these characters that they want to feature, you know, that there's, I guess the whole idea is they want to, you know, include these different groups, which is great, but there, there are standalone stories, um, whether they're fictitious or nonfiction, like milk was nonfiction, um, that are good that they can do it without. I think there's a movie coming out based on a novel. Uh, it's called, um, it's called, of all things, uh, spoiler alert, and it's got um, Jim Parsons and Ben Aldridge, and they play. You know, it's a they they're they're um, they're boy they're lovers, they're boyfriends, and like how you know it kind of you know I think one of them's diagnosed with cancer, and it's about their relationship and how, and it sounds like a decent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see more stuff like that where it's legit good storytelling um, about some of these groups or these cultures that traditionally haven't been seen and I think if you were to do that people would like it and it would be it would be genuine rather than some of this disingenuous let's just check boxes off well another movie that came out where they tried to make it more part of the movie was a movie called Bros. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, 
It was just an, another poorly made movie. Yeah. They spent about 30 to 40 million marketing it. Now, I don't know if that includes how much they spent in making it. Um, but it only made about 15 million. Yeah. So it lost 15 million. Mm hmm. And I'm not really sure why. I mean, everyone's going to say, well, oh, because America is homophobic. But, I mean, it just might have been that having a, a romantic comedy based on two guys mm-hmm. that doesn't focus on anything else other than romance between two guys. Right. That's like, that's like I mean, that's like having, if you had a rom a, a, a romance comedy rom-com with a guy and a girl that was just based on the relationship between the guy and the girl. Yeah. I don't really care about that. Well, and let's and let's also think who goes who goes to see rom coms, girls. Right. Why do men go see rom coms? Because girls. Right. Because the go girl go. wants to go see it. Sure. I've never sat down and thought, man, I really want to watch a rom com. I need to go see Bridget Jones' Diary. Right. Never like it's never crossed my mind. Um. Now I will say that uh, I think it was Friends with Benefits, which was Myla Kunis and. Just to believe. Yeah. That was a funny movie. That was a funny movie, though. But I'm not going to see that on my own. No. My wife, like, if I'm going to see a movie, like, if there's a good war movie or a Star Wars film or or even a Lord of the Rings type of deal going on. Right. Um, versus the rom-com, I'm going, I'm watching stuff blow up. The comedy, the rom, the comedy in a rom com has got to be solid. Yeah. For example, like the movie The Breakup, mm-hmm. where it had Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. That was like at Vince Vaughn's peak. Yeah. And every every dude wanted to be Vince Vaughn because he was that he was that funny guy. Yeah. Even though just Vince Vaughn played Vince Vaughn in every sure. movie. Sure. Um, yeah. He plays <laughs> the same dude in every movie. Yeah. Um. Like when he played like in Fred Claus, mm-hmm. he basically played Santa Claus's brother. As Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Like, that was what it was. Yeah, yeah. it's just Vince Vaughn do, doing his same old shtick. Right. Wedding Crashers. And that was kind of a rom-com. Um, but there's some quotes from that, that that come out. Yeah. Um, but, again, so, and women want to watch that because they put themselves in the place of the, of the female lead. Right. And that whole interaction, that's what they want from their, from their boyfriend or from their husband. Men go because they want to have sex with the woman that makes them go. (laughs) So that's how a rom-com works. That's how it makes money. And you hope the movie's just good enough that you don't mind sitting through it. Right. With the hopes of getting laid when you get home. And that too. Now, you make a rom-com that's a gay rom-com. The genre itself isn't that strong. Well, now there's no girl to go to say, I want to put myself in the position of the girl. The allies. Yeah. <laughs> but no one's like, the, the thing was that, like, I'm not going to go watch that. My wife isn't going to go see it necessarily. Right. So you're kind of limiting it to the audience. It's just going to be gay men. And then some of their friends that might go along. But the average, the average dumb schlub like us probably isn't going to go see that movie because we wouldn't have gone to see the rom-com anyway. Right. Unless our wives made us go. And now 
they'll just like my wife will just go with her friends to see it because she knows I'm not going to want to do it. Or she just won't go see it at all. Yeah. Or she'll just wait for it to stream someday and she'll put it on and I'll fall asleep on the couch. Right. And then so will she. Yep. And we'll wake up when the credits are rolling. But it's not even going to get to that point because she's not going to be interested in it necessarily. Yeah. Um, well, now, this other one, spoiler alert, seems like a good story. Which one? Uh, it's the one with Jim Parsons and Ken Aldridge, I think the guy's name is. Um, another one that's coming out that features, uh, um, I think, is called The Whale, which is uh, Brendan Fraser. But the stink is that... That Brendan Fraser's not gay. So we don't does it have to be a gay man that plays or could it just be a good actor that does a good part? Tom Hanks wasn't gay and he was in Philadelphia. You know? Right. Um who was in uh who was in Brokeback Mountain? It was the dude that's dead. Heath Ledger. And some other guy. Jake Gyllenhaal. And neither one of those guys are gay, but they they were that was a good movie, you know. Um not to say that those that a gay actor couldn't have gotten the part if there was one that could fill the role as good as those guys could have you know so um but let's let the movies the stories be good rather than just tacking it on to like i said a couple times to check the box off yeah and the other problem that these movies have and it kind of it, it sort of sets future movies up for failure a little bit is when either the actors or actresses or producers or directors then blame the audience for being either uh, homophobic, misogynistic, sexist, whatever you want to call it, whatever yeah. ism, is or whatever else. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to blame moviegoers because you made a bad movie. Yeah. Um... Once you do that, though, especially especially if it's a director or an actor or actress doing it, you're losing people to view your next movie. Yeah. Because you come off like an ass. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean you're going to blame me for not liking this movie? Yeah. Because I didn't like the movie. Or you're going to say it's because I'm this, that, or the, the, you know, another thing. Mm-hmm. Rather than, I just didn't like the movie. Right, or, the movie wasn't any good. Or because other people told me I should like it for this or for, or for you know, I just can't like it because it like I couldn't like the Woman King because it was just a, a good movie, a good action movie. Mm-hmm. I had to hate it because it wasn't historically accurate. I had yeah. to hate it because um, I forget what the other reason was they gave, but like, like everyone's telling me the reasons I should hate it when if I'm gonna go see it. And it's a good kick-ass movie. Just let me like it for what it is. Yeah. Don't tell me what I need to like it or not like it for. And then make me feel like I have to like it because it's this, that, or the other. Right. Now, so who... Key and Peel. It's one... Is it Peel or is it Key? Is it Jordan Peel that's doing all like the horror movies? Yeah. yeah. And they're almost... The cast is almost entirely black. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a horror movie fan. So, I don't watch them, but I'm looking at them. Like, the one movie that came out that most recently is Nope. Yeah. Like, that looks like... Uh, that looks like a kind of cool movie, you know? Because it has aliens. It's not like some slasher film. Um, more of a thriller, suspense-type movie. 
and I'm, I'm like, that looks pretty cool. I might actually check it out. But he's done some good stuff. It has nothing to do with the fact, and I'm not, I'm not going to go see it just because it features a black cast. No, but, but here's the thing: if it does feature a black black cast and it hits off really well, like that's awesome, good, you know, great. Right. But, it, but it started out with being a good story in it, and that was told well. Right, it's one of those things where if you go see the movie and it has an all black cast, but you walk away from it saying it was a great movie, yeah, and not well, it was great because it had an all black cast, yeah, or it was okay. Oh, and it had a it had an all black cast. If if ever if everyone can walk out of that, and their first comment is, isn't, well, it was an all black cast. Then you made a good movie. Yeah, you should walk out. It, you know, to me, it's 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 worse if you walk out and say, yeah, that was really good for a movie that was an all black cast. Like right. that might as well. You might as well just be like, oh, they did pretty good. Yeah, right. In spite of like, no, it's a great movie that it was well directed. It was acted well, like because. Everyone's just as capable as performing as everybody else, and if it features an all-black, like that's great, right. you know. Um, and yeah, you're right. You came out and said that was a good movie, you know. The, that um, that it, and it wasn't done to check boxes or anything. That's just the way the story was told, right? And it fit. I mean, it's kind of like when when Boys in the Hood was made. Mm-hmm. Well, the characters were black because it fit the story. Yeah, right. It wasn't because. And they didn't. They didn't work in what? Uh, what's that guy? Jamie? Uh, who was the guy who was always doing like the the? Uh, what was it, who was that? Malibu's most wanted. That guy. Oh yeah, Jamie. I forget what his name was. But, like he's not just thrown in there. So he's a white token white guy. Yeah, it didn't fit. Yeah, like, the, like it's okay. We can see a, a movie with an all black cast. Don't just throw in the random white dude. Yeah, because you need to check a box. No, we don't need that. Yeah. Um. But that was a good movie. It just so happened to have an all-black cast. Yeah. Same thing with, like, Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Right? Just so happened to have an all-black cast. Yeah. Um, I feel like now, though, they're not making the movies like that. No, they're not. They're not making good movies that just so happen to have an all-black cast. It's... We forced an all-black cast onto the screen. Yeah. And you better like it because we did that. Right. You know, it don't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. And if his story didn't have any... <laughs> um, <coughs> if it had no minorities or anyone that, you know, that was LGBTQ or disabled or what, whatever else, and the story was a good story, let it, the story be told as it needs to be told. Because um, well, it, it just seems disingenuous when you're putting people in there that... It doesn't fit, you know. If you were to do a a story about the Roman Empire yeah. featuring Caesar, well, uh, you know, Caesar was a, a an Italian dude, right. you know. Um, well, and then there's another issue of the audience itself, where so, for example, with Wakanda Forever, there was a huge online movement amongst the youngest, the younger people out there. Older people wouldn't know about this, right? Yeah. Rural areas weren't going to know about this. But basically saying, they would go on TikTok and basically say, look, if you're a white person, you, you better sit it out for a week. This is for black people only. To go to, like, the first week of, or the first weekend of seeing Wakanda Forever. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. This is a Marvel comic movie. 
This mm-hmm. is a Marvel Universe movie. There's a whole bunch of white people that like Marvel Universe movies. There's a whole lot of people that like the original Black Panther that were white. Yeah. You're going to hamstring a movie. You're gonna, you're literally going to... Because some people will, will listen to it and be like, oh, well, I better not go. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give them that space. Right. It, what, Meanwhile, but here it is. My five-year-old, yeah. his favorite... And I don't know why he's into Marvel, because I've never been in, into any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to see that movie because I'm not into Marvel. I'll wait for him to want to watch it when it's on some streaming platform. I guess Disney Plus is where that'll be. But my five-year-old, his favorite Marvel superhero is Black Panther. Right. So am I going to go to him and be like, hey, I'm sorry, bud. We're going to wait till next weekend because you're not of the right color. Like, no, I'm not going to say that. But that, that he's not going to compute. That's not going to compute. What what lesson am I teaching? Lesson am I teaching my son at that point? And never mind the fact, I don't think those people really realize what they're doing as far as hurting the box office sales. I mean, when you're telling when you're out there trying to say that white people are not welcome, white people make up sixty percent of the population here. Yeah. All right. Everybody else is obviously the other 40%. Now, that's, I mean, 13% is black. Yeah. <coughs> Just by... You're literally going to put some people off from going to see that movie at all. And then let's talk about who possesses most of the wealth in the country as well. Sure. So, and that's just, well, a, well, and that's that's just a fact. That's I mean, like, yeah. A lot of people that were going to go to that movie, you, know, you basically told them not to go support this movie. Yeah. Which, I'm sure, like, if I was the director, or if I was Disney, it, not that I'd be, like, coming out and be like, hey, hey, you know, sh- shut the hell up here. Yeah. But, like, hey, we appreciate what you're trying to do, but that we made this movie for all people. Yeah. And everyone is welcome to come see the movie yeah. on opening weekend. You need to shut that right down, because, especially for Disney, who's having a lot of flops lately. Yeah. This these Marvel movies are what makes you money. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's are, the closest thing they have to actually printing money. This is, I mean, this and Star Wars, cash cows. Yeah, you only have basically one Star Wars movie left. Yeah, to come out, and then the nine books are done, and mm-hmm. then you got to hope that your spinoffs work. Yeah, if you, Wakanda Forever was going to do buckets of money mm-hmm. until that happened. Yeah, because one. The original Black Panther movie was awesome. Mm-hmm. And people are coming out of, you know, some people have been coming out of COVID for over a year and a half, but some yeah. people are literally just coming out of COVID restrictions. Yeah. This movie was going to be their way. Yeah. To, to kind of come back. Like, movie theaters are having, we're having a rough time. But isn't it, and, and then another part, isn't it cool? I think it's cool that my five-year-old's favorite superhero is... Black Panther. What, is it, isn't this like it's just, to me, it's a sign of progress. Like my little white boy, his favorite superhero <laughs> is is was T'Challa. I don't know the names of the. Is from T'Challa. Yeah. yeah. Well, he died. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Rest in peace. But <laughs> that's his. My five year old's favorite superhero is black. Like that's cool. Well, what, you know, and wasn't this the purpose of the black Barbies and the black main yeah. characters? And wasn't it like you wanted these young kids to 
I hate to say the like say it this way, but you wanted them to not see color. Yeah. You wanted them to see that having a black superhero be a white kid's favorite superhero to be the norm, or the black Barbie was to be the norm. Like my girl, like my girls have like they play with their black Barbies all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's not because we didn't buy them because they were black Barbies. They just happened to be what got gifted to them. Yeah, and we're like, uh, and we didn't, we're like, oh, that's black Barbie. No, it's just Barbie. Yeah, or or whatever the the character name. I don't forget what character name, but yeah, whatever. I, yeah. But wasn't that the, the box has Barbie, <laughs> right? But it, it wasn't wasn't that the goal from like twenty years ago when we were kids, yeah, or, or twenty five years ago when we were kids? Like the representation matters. Represent okay. Well, there's representation now, yeah. And the goal was to make it so that you know young kids of color saw saw themselves, but also so that maybe maybe the young white kids didn't see. The uh, the other colors is lesser than right. Yeah, it was the same. Like you know, Black Panther was the same as Iron Man. Yeah, even uh, even though Iron Man's white and Black Panther's black, mm-hmm. to them they could love Black Panther as much as they, uh, but more than they loved Iron Man. Yeah, it didn't matter. That was mm-hmm. the and that was the point from twenty five years ago for the representation to hit. And now that it has, you literally have people saying you can't come because you're white. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand what the goal is of that. Uh, like, if you want an event, you can you can easily rent out a movie theater. <coughs> I think for for a brand new movie, mm-hmm. you can rent out an entire a uh, one theater. Like, I'm not saying you rent out like all of, of the 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 screens, but you rent out one screen. If you want to have it be an all black thing, where everyone wears all white. Yeah, I guess that was what it was supposed to be. You can rent it out for 150 bucks, and you get 20 people in there. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think at our local movie theater, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, what you can have your event. Mm-hmm. Don't go online and start demonizing people. Yeah, it's like, and then but then and then you get people like, well, you know, they, that's what they deserve for all the years for all the prior years. Yeah. Of okay. that, my five year old had to deal right. with it, or even even us. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, I, I haven't done anything to oppress you. Yeah, like, if you want to get pissed off, get pissed off at the banks that did it. Yeah, you know, or, or, and I'll be, I'll stand there with you. <laughs> right, like you when know? the banks did redlining. Yeah, that's legit. I mean, they literally just settled a lawsuit on that three years ago. Mm-hmm. Three years ago. Yeah, that's legitimate. That's yeah. current. Or the Tuskegee experiments, right? Or, or, or I mean, but they're still doing. I mean, e- even to this day, the even though the banks just settled on that, they're still doing redlining. Shit. Yeah, they're just now calling it something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let me let me stand with you on that. Yeah, but don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess the counter argument is: well, you're just gonna you only want to do things that you want to get behind. You don't want to do behind other things. It's like, look, man. At that point, you can't win. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing because then it'll become a circular argument, or you know, it it'll just it'll it'll go down to name calling. But I think it's you know the fact that that my five year old's favorite superhero is um, <coughs> Black Panther, and he's got the the mask, and he you know runs around. And he's Black Panther. It's great. Um, nothing like my. That kid also loves Top Gun, and then the, 
today the two of the boys were talking about um, Top Gun, and my middle son was talking about Phoenix and Top Gun. <clears throat> and for those of you who haven't seen it, Phoenix is played by, I think it's Monica Bar- Barbarella or whatever. She's uh, Hispanic. Um, when, I, when the movie first opened, I saw her and I said, oh, here's the love interest. Nope. She was a good pilot. Damn good pilot. She's funny, too. Yeah. And I'm watching <laughs> this. Like the, not that she was the comedic relief, but that was the first time when I felt like the, a woman carried a, the comic role very yes. well. And she did great. She was a, And the thing is, she was in the movie, and my middle son was talking about what, you know, he was asking about how, um, like, the birds hit the airplane and how she had to bail out. And like that was you know that was all accurate and how she handled that as the aircraft commander yeah. was was cool i mean some might say that she stayed with the jet too long but that happens quite frequently they try to save it but that you're nerding out right yeah now. I'm, I'm gonna yeah <laughs> but the the cool thing about that character was that she was in it she was in it because she was a good pilot and if i had a daughter i'd be like that is awesome yeah um and the fact that my boys even as little as they are they recognize that she was in there that Hey, she's in there. She's an aw- she's a good pilot, and then she had that great line when, when uh, when Hangman is he's like Phoenix, where is he? And she goes, "I'm dead, dickhead." <laughs> 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 like it was just great. Like she was a good, uh, it was a good role, for, you know. Um, that she wasn't in there as the love interest, right? Of anyone, right. you know, it wasn't even a factor. She was in there because she was a competent pilot. And you're right, though. The initial reaction when you saw her was like, "Uh oh." Yeah, okay. who's gonna try to bed this one? Right, or or, or it's like, oh, well, here here's the uh, the uh, the affirmative action. Yeah, role. yeah, but no, she was just an awesome, a good character, and a, and you know, a good pilot. So I I like that, and the fact that my little boys noticed it too. Yeah, and wasn't like, oh, girls can't be fighter pilots. Like, nope, she's badass. Well, never mind the fact it shows the pro- like, it does show the progress. I mean, think of the first Top Gun. Yeah, there were no female pilots in that. Mm-mm. And now there was there one or more than one. It's just her, right? Um, but at least I, they didn't put her in as like the little the girly, you know, whatever. Yeah, like they put her in as a badass pilot. Yeah, good. Yeah, you know. So yeah, um, but yeah, let, let us know what you think about the movies that are out today. Um, whether there should be some better writing, or maybe we're full of crap. Let us know that too. Yeah. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, share. Uh, thank you to Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza for sponsoring this episode, and we will see you next time.